Hello everyone and welcome to Reconciled Revival. This is episode one. I'm your host Kyle and I'm so glad you're here today. Um, so just to give you a little background on this, this episode, um, I've recorded this probably 25 to 30 times and have gotten extremely frustrated because every time I go through and record it, I feel like I don't sound genuine or I mess up a word or there's lots of ums and ahs and oohs and I'm just not good at recording myself. I'm not comfortable hearing my own voice. So I apologize. Um, If you're here to listen and you want to hear perfectly edited audio, this is not probably not the place for you. If you want to hear a message of hope, a message of God and the way that He can help you with what you're going through right now today, then this is the place for you. But it's not going to be perfectly edited and it's not going to sound amazing because I have no idea what I'm doing when it comes to recording. Um, I just actually recorded quite a bit of an episode and you just heard me throw away my notes because I couldn't do it. I It just, reading from the notes made me sound stiff. It made me sound ugh. So I'm probably going to be a little bit disheveled without my notes but I I still I want to give you something to listen to I want to give you an episode so Reconciled Revival where did it come from what is it this podcast is a product of me feeling like I need to share what has been shared with me Um, I don't know how effective I'm going to be at that I don't know how much you're going to enjoy listening to it but it's what I feel like I have to do so I was raised in the south Um, in a Baptist home and I knew what God was and I knew what Jesus was and I had this clear vision of the biblical story, the biblical narrative I knew it Um, and then kind of life happened Uh, after high school I joined the Marine Corps I went to Afghanistan some things happened to me I did some things and it left me in a dark dark place um and it left me questioning who i was as a christian because i'd called myself a christian before that and it left me kind of questioning who i was as a christian how do i move forward how can i be a christian and have been subject to this and done this and it left me like i said in a really dark place um so time went on and things only got worse for me um i sunk lower and lower to the point that I absolutely hated myself. I couldn't stand myself and I was ready to take my own life to be honest. Um, So one day I was riding home from work and I was flipping through radio stations because my phone wouldn't connect and found a radio station. It was a gospel radio station. There was a sermon on it. I couldn't tell you what the sermon was about. Couldn't tell you who was preaching. Um, All I can tell you is that I felt like I needed God again. Um, I knew I couldn't help myself. I knew that I was unable to fix anything that was wrong with me. And just hearing parts of God's word come through those radio speakers made me realize that I needed it. I needed to find out what God thought of me. Um, So I kind of dove into scripture and I did it wrong, um, which 
which is going to sound weird to say, but I did it wrong. I went into it and I was searching for how to make myself better. And that message isn't there. The message to make yourself better is not there. Now the message of how you can become righteous is there. But it's not through yourself. You can't make yourself better. You have to rely on Christ to do that. Christ is the only one that can make you better. Um, but I went about it the wrong way, like I said. And I was looking for things I could do. I was looking, you know, do I need to love people more? Do I need to give more money to people? Do I need to uh, honor the Ten Commandments better? Do I need to do all this stuff that I knew from my childhood? Do I need to do all of that better? Every bit of it, I'm going to do all of it. I'm going to do it better. That way, I can go to heaven. Um, no, we don't get to, to hold a claim over God. We don't get to say, God, if I do this, then you have to do this. That's not the way this relationship works. The way this relationship works is that Adam and Eve brought sin into this world. They brought damnation to every man. They brought death into the world. It wasn't a thing. And they brought it in through sin. And sin has plagued man ever since. And me and you and anybody else is no different. And then something amazing happened. God sent his son, Jesus, into Mary. And he was born into this earth. And God walked on this earth with us. God was here and he felt human feelings. And he did human things. And that's amazing. No other religion has that, where God has experienced humanity like that. So then, it came time. And God knew what had to happen. That this one man, who had lived a perfect, sinless life, was going to have to pay for everyone else. And that is astounding, to say the least. To say that one man who did everything right, who was doing what I said I was going to do, but I knew I never could, and I never could. The man that did that was now going to have to die for me. The man that does the things I can't is going to have to die so that I can live. How amazing is that? I found that message and I realized that I I didn't have to be good. I didn't have to live by the Ten Commandments in order to get into heaven. All I had to do was believe in Jesus and believe that he died on that cross for me. And that was my way into heaven. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He is how you get into heaven. So, that's kind of... <clears throat> You know, that realization I had. And I feel like, you know, some people may say, oh, that's elementary. Um, everybody knows that. But when you're down and you're suffering and you're demoralized, you don't always think of that. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't think of that. I thought I held the answers. I thought I had the key. And I didn't. And I don't. And you don't. So, as we go forward with the podcast, we'll do different episodes um, that kind of 
talk about different things from suffering to hardship to giving to glory to praise to how to face adversity we'll get into all that um but the main thing i want you to know and if this is the only episode you listen to i want you to know that right now you can come to christ i can't save you your pastor can't save you nobody can save you except for christ and you can come to christ bare clean stripped down everything you've ever done. It doesn't matter. Sin was put on that cross with Christ and it's not being held into our account anymore. So you can come to Christ no matter who you are. No matter what you've done. No matter where you're at in life. He is here to save you. And so that kind of leads me into where I'm at now. Um, So I found that message and I was baptized by the Spirit. I had this emotional, moving moment with God. And I I felt the, the faith and the Spirit wash over me. And I knew at that moment that I was saved. That I was going into heaven. And that I didn't have to be good. But I naturally became better. Um, I started doing things that I didn't do before. I started having compassion, having empathy, having love for people. And that was something that was foreign to me before that. Um, I had been stuck in this, you know, hate mode, and anger mode, and violence mode. And I cut off family members. And I lived my life in a way that was self-serving, dissatisfying, just horrible. And now I'm not doing that. Um, And I give all that credit to the Spirit. Um, But I started seminary school. um, And I wanted to come to a place where I could minister the things I experienced. Like I said before, I wanted to share the things that I had experienced with other people. Um, so I'm in my, my third year, technically, I guess, of seminary school. Um, I'm still working on it, but I wanted to kind of start sharing this message because I feel like if I'm not working towards the gospel, towards getting people into heaven, towards to getting people to the eternal life that they all deserve, then I'm not working hard enough. Uh, so... This is where we're at. Um, Reconciled Revival. Uh, The name Reconciled Revival comes from 2 Corinthians 5.19 where the Apostle Paul describes God reconciling himself to the world with Jesus on the cross. So God removed the separation that sin had caused when Christ was on the cross. Um, So that's kind of where Reconciled Revival comes from. I want... I want to see a revival in people realizing that God doesn't hate us. God's not mad at us. God loves us. He never stopped loving us. He is powerful. He is just. And He is loving. 
And if you put your trust in him, he will put his love on you. And your whole world will be changed. And now, so, I'm starting this ministry up in hopes that I reach as many people as possible. I don't care where you are, what your lifestyle is, what your sexual preference is. If you hear this message and you want other people to hear it as well, share it around. Because the episodes that we're going to get into are only going to get deeper, better. Hopefully I get better at editing. Hopefully I get better at speaking. Hopefully I get better at making notes so that I can actually follow them. And we can build a better society today by allowing Christ to come into our lives and to work through us. And you know, one of the things that I think is amazing about the gospel and the Bible is the fact that God suffered. I talked about his humanity earlier, but in Jesus, our God chose to suffer. How crazy is that? The only God that is worshipped around the world that has chosen to suffer. Um, that's astounding if you think about it. I mean, it's just, I can't even put into words what that means. But he not only chose to be human, but to suffer. The ultimate suffering. The betrayal of someone he trusted. The torture, having his back ripped open, having to carry the cross. And then one of the most painful or the most painful death that the human mind could come up with in crucifixion. And he did that. He chose that for you. That's, if that's not powerful, I don't know what is. The fact that our God suffered. It just blows my mind. And the reason he suffered is so that you can have a companion in your suffering. So that when you're listening to this right now and you're dealing with a loss, you're dealing with financial trouble, you're dealing with a divorce, you're dealing with a child that just isn't listening, no matter how big or how small your suffering is know that God knows what you're going through he's felt it and he knows exactly where you're at so you can turn to him and you can suffer with him and I guarantee you that when you start suffering with God your suffering will lessen because that's the amazing thing about God is that his presence, just his presence alone, whenever it descends and you feel it, and you feel it working in you, it's enough. It's better than life. It's better than anything else. It's just enough. It's everything. So, know that no matter where you are, like I said, no matter where you are in the no matter what's going on, 
please, if you're struggling, if you want answers, if you need help, send us a message, tune into the podcast, step into a local church, just try to get closer, open the Bible, do whatever you can to try to claw your way closer to God. And whenever you're ready, he will find you. He already knows where you're at. He knows where to look. The only thing standing between you and him is you.